0: Welcome
1: to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. It's Pastor Greg, Pastor Brad. Uh, How are you today, Pastor Brad?
0: Doing pretty good today. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. We've been talking about baptism and um, it's kind of a follow-up to last week, I guess. Mm -hmm. We uh, end up doing two podcasts on that one sermon, talked about the Southern visit and waiting on Jesus' command and all of those good things. But as we were talking last week, we realized that we may need to devote at least half of this podcast, maybe the entirety, uh, if, of talking about water baptism and also how that's a picture of spirit baptism. Mm. So we've been talking about baptism. Tell me um, what you were sharing with me a few minutes ago, if you don't mind, Pastor Brad, about baptism and the public testimony that it is and how it points to Christ, and it's a witness to others, draws people.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a lot we can talk about with this, but one of the things I, I think Scripture really pulls out, and even uh, baptism today, when we're baptizing, or you have services dedicated to baptism, is it draws out your your want to go be baptized, that it, it really does pull this desire to other people because it's pointing to God. It's not pointing to ourselves. It's this public confession and when people get to see the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, it starts letting them see what, what they're what they don't have in their life that they do want in their life, you know?
1: That's good. And you said it's well, basically you said it's God's idea. Yeah. Baptism as a public expression of our faith is God's idea. Others see it, they're drawn to the gospel. Mm-hmm. They're drawn it's it's um God is um such a creative teacher. Yeah. Like you know, we're preachers, Brad, and we use a lot of words, but we try to use visuals, yeah, uh, in our slides and in our presentations. But God is the ultimate user of visuals and pictures, and baptism is God's ideal, but it's a picture of what has happened on the inside mm-hmm. of of someone. You want to talk about that a little bit, like what happens you know but prior to baptism, someone should be regenerated or born yeah. again. You can read John chapter 3 and Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus. But talk a little bit about that, what happens inwardly at salvation, and then we'll show how baptism creates that picture.
0: Yeah, first thing it is is that decision for Christ, right? That we're convicted by the Holy Spirit, and we have that decision to make of, do I follow God? And it, Ultimately, that's what it leads up to. And then once we decided I want to follow God, we repent of our sins, we turn to God, and allow Him into our hearts, and um, part of baptism is that obedience, that taking that next step, making that public uh, confession that Christ, that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, and so we go and get baptized. And in that moment of salvation, we're filled with the Holy Spirit, right? And so uh, I'll let you kind of elaborate on that next that ne- next part that we've been talking
1: about. Absolutely. Because um, you see in Scripture the water baptism, and let me back up and I'll say it this way: back to what Brad was talking about, you're talking about being born again, regenerated. Uh, that's when we're saved. Yep. You know, water baptism does not save us. Water no, baptism no. is an expression of that salvation, and it is an expression of obedience because biblically we are commanded to be baptized. But as you were saying, um, Heading to spirit baptism. Well, first, uh, baptism is a picture in salvation. We are baptized into Christ at salvation by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit draws us to Christ. And then he. So let's get very theological here, yeah. I guess. The <laughs> Holy Spirit draws us to Christ. The Holy Spirit then baptizes us into Christ. And as you said, The Holy Spirit is in our lives at salvation. Mm -hmm. He's already been working with us and drawing us to Christ way before. That's how we get salvation. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the Holy Spirit is is very active even prior to our salvation. But then, when we accept Christ and uh, the blood of Jesus forgives us, we confess our sins, we profess our belief in Christ as Savior. All those things. The Holy Spirit baptizes us into Christ, and that and He's the agent of that work then of of regeneration in our lives we're born again and then as a picture of what has happened we go and we are water baptized and a disciple if you will water baptizes us you and i have had the fortunate occasion of maybe four different five di- i've i've been in five different baptismal services since i've pastored here and you've been part of I'm at least three. three of yeah. those. And so a disciple baptizes the believer in water as a picture of what Christ and the Holy Spirit have done on the inside. But then there's a third baptism. And this one is maybe the most misunderstood mm-hmm. spirit baptism. And some people say, well, the Holy Spirit is already in my life. I'm saved. He's in my life. He's in my Heart, he's he's with me. Amen, mm-hmm. amen, and amen. Yes, he is. yes, absolutely, he is. As as I said a few minutes ago, he's already even before salvation, he was trying to draw us to Christ. He was working with us and drawing us and and. But there is spirit baptism, and Christ is the Holy Spirit baptizer. So so let me recap the teacher in me coming out here. Yeah. But <laughs> the Holy Spirit baptizes us into Christ at salvation. A disciple baptizes us in water as an expression of that salvation. And then Christ will baptize us in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit baptize, baptism, which is done by Christ, is mentioned, one of the very few things that is mentioned in all four gospels. And basically, it's worded maybe just a little bit differently in each one, but not really, not too differently. Um, and it says, John indeed baptized you in water unto repentance, but there's coming one after John, namely Jesus Christ, who shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And so we need to preach about, talk about, discuss, experience the Holy Spirit baptism. And so how do we understand the Holy Spirit baptism. No, just as I said, some people say, I already have the Holy Spirit. Yes, you do. As a believer, you already have the Holy Spirit. He's in your life. But Christ wants to baptize us in the Holy Spirit, fully immerse us in the Holy Spirit. And so we're coming upon a break, Pastor Brad. So what I think we should do when we come back from break, let's talk about how to understand this Holy Spirit baptism by looking at the steps of water baptism, mm-hmm. because the word baptism is the same word. Yeah. And so let's look at what happens at water baptism. It's a picture uh, moving forward of what Christ does for us and in our lives when he baptizes us in the Holy Spirit. So uh, let's take a break. Are you okay with taking a break?
0: I'm going to take a break. Sounds
1: <laughs> good. We, we've had a busy week. Uh, you want to tell, tell the podcast folks, I don't know when our pr- production company, Brad, will <laughs> will put this out. You know, we got our big own production company, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. We have a production company? Whole team. A whole team. Um, <laughs> and of course, we're joking, you know. But um, <laughs> this will probably not come out uh, the same exact week of our recording because we're a little ahead but tell, tell everybody before break, we have like a minute, what's been going on at NCOG this week. Yeah, so we've had
0: a lot going on. We've had VBS this week, and we're looking forward to a couple weeks of camp. There'll yeah. be three weeks. I'll be yeah. at the first two. You'll yeah. be at the last two. Right. We'll be together in the in the in middle. In the middle. Right? What were we thinking? Yeah. <laughs> we're both cabin leading, too, so yeah. this will be exciting.
1: Yeah. And Brad, later on in July, you're getting...
0: Getting married. Yeah. Getting married. July 20th.
1: So July is quite the month for you. Yeah. Quite a month for you. Youth camps, marriage, yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting real, right? We, we've so, definitely
0: kept it busy, so this is even, yeah. um, since the last, when's the last time we did our last we, recording?
1: We recorded, what, about three weeks ago? Yeah. So for those of you listening, um, you know, sometimes we sit down and we're able to record multiple weeks worth of podcasts in one recording session, and that's what we did mm. about three weeks ago, so... So we're jumping back in here today to record and and schedule this one to be produced out. But uh, we're having fun with these, right, Right, Pastor Brad? So when we come back from the break, uh, we'll talk about water baptism, how it is a picture of Holy Spirit baptism. But I love that scripture, Brad, that says, John indeed baptized with water unto repentance. But you shall be baptized. But but there's one coming after you. I started going another verse there. The one <laughs> coming after you, who shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire? I'm not even worthy to reach down and and mess with his shoes, so mm. to speak, latch his shoes or unlatch his shoes. So Christ is the Holy Spirit baptizer. We'll talk about that after the break. Bad preaching podcast. Hi, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor
0: Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at
1: nortonsvillecog.com. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back from that long break of the bad preaching podcast. Uh, Pastor Greg, Pastor Brad, and uh, we're talking about the Holy Spirit baptism today. And um, I'm hoping that what I'm going to say will give us some more clarity and some better understanding of the Holy Spirit baptism. Jesus is the Holy Spirit baptizer. It's God's idea. Uh, All of the events of the day of Pentecost were in the working from God for, from creation, really. Mm. And when he poured out the Holy Spirit and then Jesus being the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. But let's, let's look at some of the mechanics of it. When we think about someone is going to be water baptized, let's let's walk ourselves through that. First, they have made a decision for Christ. They Mm -hmm. have been saved, as we say it many times. They've accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. They've believed on the Lord, repented of their sins. They've made the decision. I think when we tie that to spirit baptism, Brad, that someone has to make their decision as a Christian to say, yes, the Holy Spirit, he's in my life but I want more of him, and maybe better put, I want him to have more of me. And so they must decide that I want Christ to baptize me in the Holy Spirit because Christ is not going to baptize us in the Holy Spirit if we're resistant and if we're not willing and we don't want that to happen. Mm. So, And the Holy Spirit is not going to take more control then we're allowing because the Holy Spirit, he is a gentleman. So one, we've decided to be water baptized. We have decided that, yes, Christ, I I ask you, please baptize me in the Holy Spirit. Then we must be willing to be obedient. The other week we had a baptismal service, and you were talking about this, Brad, that uh, we had a young man whose great-grandmother was baptized, and then he saw that example, and then he... Came forward, he had already accepted the Lord, but he came forward and he too wanted to be yeah. water baptized. So he couldn't have just said, or anybody that day, we ended up baptizing, I uh, can't remember, three? Three all together. Three yep. all together. Um, they couldn't have just sat in the pews and said, Yes, I want to be baptized. Mm-hmm. They had to be willing and obedient mm. and taking those steps to come up to the baptistry and to allow us to take them into the water. And so as a Christian, we say, Christ, please baptize us in the Holy Spirit, but then we must be willing and obedient to yield to the moving of the Holy Spirit in and upon and through our lives and, and to receive that baptism of Christ. So the decision, the obedience, the yielding of to the Holy Spirit and the yielding really to Christ who is doing the work. But then third, Think of this and picture someone being baptized in water. We take them and we say, "We baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit," and then we fully immerse them into the water. And you and I have done this in a pond. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Where, where else, Pastor Brad? We, we've, I guess, baptistry. Yeah, baptistry in a pond. pond.
0: And then during COVID, you guys did what was it? We used a horse
1: horse trough. What would you? We bought it at Tractor Supply, (laughs) and and uh, I've baptized in swimming pools. Uh So wherever there is water, and you can be fully immersed, and we're being obedient and reverent and all the respectful and all Mm -hmm. those things. Um, So when you're baptized in water, fully immersed into the water when you are brought back and then and then brought back up and i think about the holy spirit is in our lives but when christ baptizes us in the holy spirit he fully immerses us into the holy spirit and there comes a greater surrender in our lives a greater empowerment by the holy spirit in our lives and then there's an evidence when i come out of a baptistry and i have been fully immersed in water Every single person that we've baptized, there's not a stitch of clothing, if I can say it that way. There's not a place on their body that is not wet. They have been fully immersed. Think about that in the Holy Spirit baptism. I want Christ to baptize me in the Holy Spirit, immerse me in the Holy Spirit, so that there's not any area of my life that is not under the surrender and the empowerment and the anointing and the moving of the Holy Spirit. That's a powerful thought. Mm -hmm. And so there's evidence of that Holy Spirit baptism. And it should manifest, that evidence should manifest itself in our lives. And people should see they have been immersed in the Holy Spirit. And that's where I I, I thought about a scripture that that Pastor Brad is going to read for us that shows an immersion, if you will, in the Holy Spirit.
0: And this comes from Galatians 5.22. And it's the fruit of the Spirit. And it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And one of the things I thought was really cool about what you were just saying, that evidence, the evidence makes us a witness, right? Mm-hmm. And so we mm-hmm. go to Acts 1.8 as well. And it says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And so even that idea of the fruit of the Spirit that we read right here, it turns us into that witness that we can testify about what the Lord has done in our lives. And it's this evidence just as much as it's evidence that when someone gets out of the baptistry, yes, they're soaking wet, and you can look and say, oh, surely they were baptized because they're wet, they're dripping. It's good. It's the same idea that when you see the fruit of the Spirit in someone's life, it's yes. this reflection of God in their life because of this baptism in the Spirit. It's that same type of evidence that makes you a witness for
1: God. It's good. That's a great connection, powerful connection, Pastor Brad. I hope our discussion today has shed some insight into the beautiful... Experience of water baptism, but also the beautiful and powerful experience of Holy Spirit baptism. And, you know, 20 minutes does not even hardly wet the whistle. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's we're talking about being wet, and being fully immersed. Uh, but there's so much we could talk about the Holy Spirit. And we're finishing, for now, the series on the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to go into a series using the life of David and talk about relationships and relational concepts. But in August, we're going to have four weeks of revival on Wednesday nights Mm. and have some evangelists in. So I'm hoping for that to be an extension of this series. And that's on my heart um, for us to not just preach about the moving of the Holy Spirit, but to have the moving of the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit in our hearts and lives. Camps are coming up, you just mentioned. So I'll give you the last word, Brad. You know that always doesn't mean anything. but um, we'll, we'll see who has it. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see who has <laughs> it. Toss up. We'll flip a coin. <laughs> so uh, last word, by, maybe, possibly. Yeah. Pastor Brad, maybe uh, just talk a little bit about camp and how the Holy Spirit moves in youth camp. And we'll close it out on the Bad Preaching Podcast.
0: Yes. It's definitely special. It's special because, one, you're taken away from... Your everyday life, and and you kind of get to focus purely on God, and it's it's a very special time when you get to have that moment with God, where uh, you're you're not on your phone as much, you're not as um, I I'd, I'd say just taken away by what the world is going, what's going on in the world around you. But right, right. You're really becoming just focused on God for that that week, mm-hmm. and whether it's the games or the the food that you eat or the, just the fellowship that you have all really does point to God. And so you might be sweating and and all this other stuff. um, But when you get into that service at night and you get to be there praying with the same people that you were sweating in a field with or Mm -hmm. sharing ice cream cone with or anything like that, it creates such a special moment where God really does show up. We come to the services expecting. And when you come to any service expecting God to move, He will move because you're actually looking to see what God's doing. He's always doing something around us. He's always moving. But when we're actually slow enough to stop and actually watch what God's doing, that's when the powerful moments happen. And that's exactly what we get to have at camp is a bunch of students, a bunch of pastors, just a bunch of people doing life together, but stopping in the presence of God and looking to see what he's doing, what his will is for that night and so I'm I'm coming in expecting, I'm praying really hard. I invite you guys to pray with me during this camp season that God just shows up in, in whatever way he needs to show up for Amen. these students and Amen. For, Amen. for us adults as well. Like yes. we're we're all here. You know, we all need God in, in new ways and Amen. Um so just just for that, really, just that idea that yeah, they would be saved. There would be some that renew that relationship with God again, yes. baptized or uh, even bat- uh, baptizing the Holy Spirit this yes, week. Yes, um, yes. Just however God shows up, however he wants to show up, yes. whatever it is, that, that it would be done. And we would be willing to submit yeah. ourselves, like you were saying, submit yeah. to God and allow him to actually work in our lives.
1: That's great. Now more than ever, we need a move of God on our young people, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess I did it again.
0: Got that last word. Great (laughs) great last word, Pastor Brad. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Say say the word word. Word. Thanks for listening to
0: the Bad Preaching
1: Podcast. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week (laughs) on the Bad Preaching Podcast. (laughs)